Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Perfect. Great, great, great. Shall we begin shortly? Maybe we hold on for like a bit more while we're waiting for you know people to join us. Maybe you can share a bit more about um a little bit about Gang in the beginning. Yeah, certainly, certainly. Uh, just let me know when when you want to start, or do you want me to start giving an introduction now? Yeah, so maybe you know uh, we can begin shortly. You know, so you know I'm so proud to have you to join us. You know, representing Gabi Gang on the show. You know, taking taking a precious time off your busy schedule to join our show. So maybe you can share a bit more about yourself and give us a bit more about um what this Gabi Gang all about. You know, a bit of your long term vision for the project. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so. Our let me let me start with the history, kind of I guess of Guppy Gang, um, to put everything into context. So, our company Fat Loot um, is developing a monster taming um, MMO um, called Untamed Dials, and it takes this game first, crypto second approach, where it's uh, very different than most crypto and blockchain games, where we we take hybrid um, solutions and, and really try to not let blockchain limit us um, for the experience uh, with our users. Um, so we really want to take take our project and make a bridge into the gaming world, which we feel that the, the crypto games and blockchain games have not really managed to penetrate very well. Um, so that game, Untamed Isles, um, we we took an approach which, which would be popular with gamers, and that was we didn't pre-sell any items, we didn't pre-sell creatures or anything, um, and this really worked really well for us. Uh, we had a very successful Kickstarter, um, and we have a lot of support from the traditional gaming community, which often doesn't really like crypto games because of how they're set up and structured. Um, they don't like the the pay to win um, mechanics where people can just buy up all of the advantage in the game before uh, the game is even out yet. Um, so, but during this time, uh, we had a great deal of um, people asking us, like, you know, how how can I invest? Like, they they don't want to go on crypt, uh, Kickstarter and and pay with a credit card or a debit card. Um, they they really wanted to be able to buy stuff with crypto. And we didn't have any offerings for that. Um, so, but they really loved our vision. They, they really thought it was refreshing and very different than kind of every other project out there um, that we were trying to create our own path and do something very new. So um, we, we had to kind of go back to the thinking board as a group and our, our leaders got together, you know, what, what could we do? And we realized we had a plan for uh, a project um, actually, like a, a generative art project that we were going to launch that was kind of like a membership type of a thing, um, but we weren't planning to move it forward. And there there was an opportunity, um, so we just felt we had to do something. Um, and our our goal is to, is to create something on a game publisher and on a game studio level. Uh, we we don't just create our own games, but we are positioning ourselves to publish other game studios' games as well. And the Guppy Yang NFT was really born from that vision um, of really taking 
um, an approach where we can be very friendly to traditional gamers by creating games that they want to play, that are fun, that are not limited by the blockchain, and provide an experience. So the Guppy Gang NFT, the Guppy itself, um, was just really the mascot of the studio. The community really loved it. And we decided to just, instead of, you know, following as like a, an ape or just a derivative project of another animal, um, we felt that we could use our own intellectual property really well and, and leverage the Guppy. Um, so what the Guppy Gang NFT really has become is kind of like a membership or a pass um, into many different experiences. So as we grow, as we publish other games, as we do other physical real world events uh, like NFT NYC, um, we'll have some exclusive perks for Guppy Gang holders with kind of our own hospitality um, event over there. Uh, it really allows us to connect with our users and provide them another level uh, of experience and immersiveness within our ecosystem of products. And it's kind of like this NFT gives you a pass um, into all of those different things. Uh, and it's just loaded with different utilities and benefits. Interesting, interesting, because, you know, coming from a traditional point where, you know, um, NFTs versus Kickstarter, um, what, what sort of challenges um, did you guys, you know, um, encounter in the beginning of a journey? Um, I think it really was on the understanding. Um, people were very confused because they, every other game, you know, they, they sell you know, land, they're selling creatures and people were just very confused. Like they, they didn't understand that, no, you just need a $20 game key to play our, our first title on Tamed Isles. There's, you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars to make a team. Um, it's just a fair start. And in the crypto world, this is like revolutionary. It's just like completely crazy. And everybody looked at us like we were, um, insane really i mean they they just you know didn't understand why didn't we just take the money why didn't we just sell everything um and why did we just sit there building i mean it's been a year we've been building without just taking all of that you know money we could have grabbed by selling all the things in the game um and convincing people that this model could work that we could bring real gamers into the crypto space by building a game that didn't sell all of its items beforehand and really had a quality of game that doesn't exist in crypto um, by taking this hybrid approach. Um, a lot of people in the space are very, um, I guess, a purist mentality where, you know, everything has to be on the chain, every tiny little thing. And if it's not on the chain, um, in their mind, it's not going to succeed or it's not um, perfectly secure. They just have a very... Um, a small vision i think for the space and for the for this to become mainstream for nfts to become uh something that everybody is doing uh it, we have to change our mindset we really have to look at things differently and it was our that approach i think that was the the hardest thing um for people to accept because they, they were getting frustrated like why can't i buy an advantage in the game why can't i do this and we, we just had to sit there and be very firm and say, no, you can't. Um, we, we're building a, a revolution in our mind, um, this game first crypto second revolution and convincing people of that vision after, you know, being able to buy all these assets in other big games like an Axie Infinity or Gods Unchained, where they could buy up this meta advantage so early. Um, we just 
it was very, very difficult. And people looked at us like we, we, we would never make it and not have enough funding to get, get to where we are today. Yeah, definitely. Because I think from a web tool perspective, um, users are really, uh, you know, um, used to buy a game and then they pay, let's say, $60 for a game. And then they get like, uh, you know, unlockable content and they just buy DLCs and um, to continue to support the game, continue to support the company that is developing the game. Whereas a web three approach, you know, most games are, you know, they sell out and then they get the money, they get to develop the game, they get to sustain to have a longer, you know, burn rate, uh, runway to actually to develop the game, um, get as many people to on board to their team to develop the game. So you, you, you kind of took a different approach. So when you are explaining this, I'm like, huh. That's very, very interesting because um, it's a very, very different approach from traditional Web3, um, even um, NFT created uh, projects as well. They are just, you know, selling their land, selling their NFTs, get the money, get the royalties, and then they, oh, we're going to develop this game. We have partnered with a AAA game studio to develop games like this. So, you know, um, kudos. What, what, what you've done so far is, is pretty amazing, you know, from, from what I can look and understand from your project initially. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate that. That really helps helps us in, and builds the fire inside, knowing uh, yeah, that we, we have believers out there. As as you have seen, like you know, compared with Axel Infinity and Gods of uh, Gods Unchained, they like what you say. They can actually users can just buy, um, you know, NFTs to power up within the game, and it becomes a um play to uh, play uh, play to earn, and then um versus a player that can buy items and then they can uh, power up. Then it defeats the purpose of grinding, you know, enjoying the experience of playing the game itself. So it's really a counterproductive, whether when you are coming in as a game developer, where you are just trying to make a, a interesting game, exciting game for a community, for um, NFT holders, or even as a company that just want to make money, just cash grab and disappear, or you know sustainability in the long run. So I think you guys really thought this through out uh, thoroughly. Oh yeah, no, it's funny you say that because I was talking actually. Uh, I can't say the name, but to a a. a the wife of a very big name celebrity recently. And she was describing how he, um, he really gets frustrated because a new, like, I think it was call of duty or something um, that he would play. And he'd get frustrated that he can't just go and buy something new, like in an, in an expansion that comes out or a new uh, release that comes out that he couldn't just like come, go and buy it. Um, but he would have to like go like every time it comes out and sit there and play for like 20 hours or 40 hours and earn that. Um, but overall, in the end, that experience of having to earn the item just gives, you know, gave him so much pride and happiness. Like he had to earn it. He couldn't just buy it. Um, th that, that was so important to him. Um, you know, someone who, you know, for them buying something isn't maybe that much money um, because of their life situation, but just the experience of being forced to really challenge yourself mentally and compete with other people to obtain these items when new things come out. I think it's a, uh, an experience that we we're, we're missing in the space. And, and I think it applies to everybody, not just people who, who don't have money, but I think also people who have lots of money, I think it's just something they don't get to always experience having that challenge put in front of them. Um, yeah, I totally agree. As a, a hardcore gamer, you know, when it comes to like, oh, I can buy a certain equipment and uh, I can just pay for it. 
then it defeats the purpose of me, you know, challenging the, the stages itself, um, you know, trying to grind for that drop, that low percentage drop, and then with like ran- randomization of the percentage of drop as well. So it really helps, you know, it uh, encourages or empowers the, the, the player themselves to actually play more, uh, more game time. And then, you know, um, as they go and then if they manage to drop that particular item and then share on social media, you know, I played for like 20 hours, I managed to get this 1% item drop and it's, it's going to become an achievement for the player itself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Agree. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You know, like um, you were saying, like, you know, with, uh, every project, you know, the community is very important in the NFT space. Can you share a bit more what is yours like? Maybe some description about them. Oh, yeah, totally. And I, I love that question, too. Um, so I guess to start with, I think I'd really say we're just a big family that learns and works together in, in different ways. Um, our holders really span a lot of different backgrounds. Um, but the niche that we've really filled is a lot of the traditional gaming crowd um, who've been bridged over for the first time into NFTs and into crypto. So there's a lot of people who they discovered crypto from Untamed Isles um, and or just recently have kind of like been curious about it. Um, and our our approach they really enjoy because they they don't enjoy many of the other blockchain crypto games out there. Um, so, but they, they've started to invest in NFTs and even generative art projects and things. They, they, they would tell us like, we never imagined we'd be buying this stuff. We just never thought we'd, we'd spend a chunk of our paycheck buying, you know, a guppy or buying, um, another NFT to invest in. So our crowd is really that niche of, you know, a lot of us are traditional gamers or potentially people who used to play games and now they're, you know, middle-aged and, and just getting back into it with kids and a family as well to, to, to deal with. Um, and while we have, you know, some nice alpha information in our um, community, what I'm most proud of about them is their approachability of our OG members. Um, their just willingness to help educate um, and walk new crypto and NFT users through like a diverse array of, of topics. It just blows my mind when I'm, I'm I'm just checking out the channels and kind of stalking to see what's going on um, in the middle of the day. They're, they're just, I, I think to myself, I have to step in and help. And then I, I'm just taken aback by all the different community members who will jump in and help a person who needs help or explain something. Um, we do all kinds of community building trivia and gaming events because we all just like to hang out together. Um, Richard does an incredible job of leading that in our team. Um, and the community members also step up to make it make it fun. Um, but really, it's it's a lot of people who believe in our vision of not taking this this purist approach to crypto and trying to make more of a mainstream product, which is more friendly. Um, what we think of is that there's a giant highway of you know NFTs, and what we're trying to do is build different on ramps to get onto this highway. So everybody's customer journey is a little bit different. And right now, the mainstream segment and the mainstream gaming segment has been left out. So a lot of our community is really people that are behind that vision um, and, and know what it's like to come into crypto and like not know, you know how to set up a crypto wallet, how to protect your seed phrase. Um, so it, it, it's a lot of uh, people in that uh, who, who can easily relate to that experience. Um, so I think in terms of a community, we have a very unique um, group because I'm not too familiar with many communities out there who are 
who are really more focused on your traditional games versus just, you know, there's lots of uh, guilds out there and groups that focus on crypto games. But if you look at our our, our community, it's, it's, it's a lot of hardcore gamers, not crypto gamers, but just traditional gamers. And, and that's really what um, I love about our, our group. Yeah, 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 definitely. Because uh, I do see, like, uh, you know, if I'm I'm so into a particular game, I'll be subscribed to uh, a particular streamer. I'll be subscribed to a particular user base. Like you were saying, like, you know, your your demographics span across you know various countries, various languages, and different ages, and non-crypto natives as well. So, you know, you're doing your part into onboarding more users into the metaverse. So, you know, with a help of a traditional game, and your model is proven, to be a success with so many new users playing your games at every single time. Do you agree with that? Oh, no, no, I 100% agree is, yeah, it is the, the, the diversity and, and the different groups. I think yeah. that's going to be a key to the success um, for our project. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, there are so many new new people coming into the metaverse, um, into the crypto world as well. So if you have a very strong community, they will be there to assist every single one of them and then guide them step by step, make them feel inclusive of, of your ecosystem and your community as well. Right? Exactly. Yeah, inclusivity is 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 vital to to this space. And I think a lot of, especially in the NFT space, we can be very um, like closed, you know, we look at people like, oh, you don't have this NFT, you shouldn't be part of our community, or you can't get in. Um, we're very, very different. I think if a person came in and they didn't even have a Guppy Gang NFT and they're just hanging out and and um, chilling with us, they they would be part of our community. And and there have been instances where people who have just been hanging out and and just wanted to be there and they couldn't because they were too young to buy an NFT and didn't have money or whatever somebody magically gifted them an NFT because they just wow. thought they were so cool and wanted them to, to hang around. Um, so I, I think it's very, very important that not just our project, but all projects take this a, a better approach to just being inclusive just because you don't have that NFT and that membership into the group. It doesn't mean we should uh, we should just kind of not talk to them and not engage them. Like you need to hang out with with everybody. Yeah, 100%, you know, accessibility, you know, um, to crypto or NFTs is, is very important, especially to a product. Like if your community can actually have a fun or, you know, for new users, you verify them and they can hang around for quite some time. And it's because of their real life situation that, you know, they can't afford the, the NFT or they are too young. And then your community gift, I think that, that the particular receiver will be, you know, so, so grateful to the community and they will be there to help any newcomers they will be so uh, you know inclined to go and help out everyone that guide everyone in the community itself yep and that's a very 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 cool cool story that you are sharing thank you for sharing and just now you were saying about uh, you know you are sharing about a bit more about your game what is this upcoming game that you are you know you are sharing about standalone game called paradise war i i'm reading them on your website but share a bit more Oh, yes, yes. So Paradise Wars is a deck building auto battler. Um, it's really focused on player engagement. Um, the title really cap is looking to capture the uh, appeal of like an auto battler um, and leaning into strategic elements from board games and trading card games um, to apply like extra layers of strategic play for each of the players. Um, it's really going to appeal to people who like the deck building strategy genre 
um, you know, any kind of a strategy game player, a trading card game player, even some board game players, I think, who are really going to like this. Um, NFT people and crypto people are obviously will like this too. Um, we're pulling from a experience. So our, our leader and kind of the face of our company, Josh Grant, has a ton of wealth of experience and knowledge in the trading card industry and the board game industry. Um, he's he's was the CEO of uh, and, and founder of Channel Fireball Group, um, which is one of the largest international companies within the tabletop gaming and trading card gaming space out there. Um, so this game really allows us to to take a lot of kind of things we really wanted to do within this uh, the NFT space and make it into an, an actual playable game. Um, so there is more of a focus with this title on play to earn. So it's a little bit, it's not fully, you know, full blown play to earn. It's still kind of our own take on what we think is a, a, stain, a sustainable economic model. Um, and the guppies produce these little tokens called guppy treat tokens. And so those will be carefully introduced into the uh, economy slowly. We're not going to just shove it in there and then have a broken economic model. We really like to take things slow. We've got two. Um, incredible economists who help us with our titles and, and, and are booked and, and busy all the time just with all the questions and problems they're solving about our own games. Um, so we're, we're slowly going to introduce not just the tokens uh, that the guppies earn, the guppy treats, but also uh, give the guppy gang NFT kind of different benefits and perks within that game as well. Um, it's really just meant, again, to be a fun um, and fair experience um and, and accessible to everybody again but, but i think that's going to be one of the keys for for most of our games out there is we want to find a way to always um bring on new users and have user growth by not paywalling the entire game we want to have free-to-play versions where people can build and earn up and, and become a competitive player um by just grinding and playing a lot um so and then there's we uh, uh, quite a few other undisclosed benefits we haven't really even mentioned for Guppy Gang holders uh, within that game as well. Um, but if I if I leak them, I'm going to get in trouble from my. Yeah. my <laughs> <laughs> then it's better to just do a you know summarized version or or maybe you can share a bit more on your Discord. Um, you know, to all the listeners here, if you are new to, um, you just join us and you can head over to their Twitter as um Twitter or their Discord as well. You can give them a follow, join their Discord group. Um, you can find a bit more about the project itself. So this AMA space is also recorded. So if you you just join us, you can um listen it to it later as well. So yeah, we are running a bit short of time. Um, I would like to. Uh, I also saw you know you recently just launched your Guppy Treat token. What is it all about? What can you do with it? Yeah, so the Guppy Treat token really powers this um, ecosystem, the Guppy Paradise. Um, it's a utility token that really makes our Guppy Gang holders make choices um, regarding how they want to interact with the ecosystem. Um, so versus kind of these game theory approaches that you see from like uh, Wizards and Dragons and, and Fox Game and all those kinds of games out there, we, we, we have a, our own take um, on that, which we, we think can be done a lot better than just simply kind of it's, it's not doing this gambling type approach really in my mind, um, where people have to decide like they can breed their 
um, their guppies to create guppy generals, which are characters in the Paradise Wars games. Um, but when you're breeding them, you'll stop earning your guppy treat tokens um, and you have to pay for breeding with guppy treat tokens. Um, there could be potential sales in the future um, where you have to pay with guppy treat tokens. I, we really love the concept of uh, CyberKong's bananas. Um, so we're really expanding on that kind of in our mind into a new level. A lot of projects just they use it for merch or they use it for kind of a game theory where it's just, you know, there's no visual game to play. Um, so we're, we're, we're expanding on that by actually making a visual game to play and giving it a lot more utility than, than most other projects out there. Um, and Guppy Tree Tokens deployed on Polygon right now. Um, that will change down the road when we release our own chain. Um, and every seven days, each Guppy Gang NFT generates eight, uh, GTT. Um, so as long as you haven't triggered a disqualification event like breeding or other, you know, if we have a giveaway where you want to enter, you have to give up your that week's earning of guppy treat token. So we've economically balanced it. So there isn't just constantly an insane amount of it being circulated, which in our mind is very uh, unique. Not only have we created economic sinks for the guppy treat token, we've also created mechanisms to just prevent it from being produced on a weekly basis by giving users this gamified experience of having to decide, you know, um, when are you going to give up your earnings for that week to participate in this event or, you know, do things like breeding um, for the guppy generals, which will be part of Paradise Wars. Yeah, yeah. So if let's say, you know, um, for example, like, you know, if um, you list your copy for sale, then it will not generate any GTT that week, right? That is correct. Yes. So if, yeah, if you, that, that's another um, disqualification event is if you, if you list your guppy for sale, that guppy that week is not going to be earning um, any GTT that week. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks for the clarification. So, you know, you were saying like, um, what other utilities does Guppy Gang have? So, you know, on your website, I'm seeing like, you know, you have like your breeding, your Paradise War, your um, your carnival, your AI art and, you know, earn tickets. So anything that you want to add on and you can share a bit more um, if there is any plans on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the the two that I'm really, really excited about, um, one is the Guppy Doodle. So Mo, um, who's our, our lead developer on the crypto side of things, um, he has a lot of background in artificial intelligence. Uh, so what we are doing is, in the future, it's still a little while down the road, is every Guppy Gang holder um, will be able to pay with their Guppy Treat tokens to have their guppy basically be like like imagine a little child who makes a drawing at school and comes back to you and and you give it feedback and then it goes back and tries to make another drawing we're going to leverage artificial intelligence that same way where the user will provide feedback and then each round of feedback you'll you know, you'll you'll pay in guppy treat tokens and then the artificial intelligence will provide another drawing based on that feedback and you can continue to revise it um, quite a few times until you get a finalized product. Um, so it's kind of like your your guppy is 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 come you know like a little puppy making a drawing for you and then bring it back to you to see what it's like. Um, and then you'll be able to mint that drawing that is um, generated through artificial intelligence as an actual NFT. Um, and what's really cool is not only are your guppy gangs uh, PFPs a inside of Untamed Owls, you can hang it like a, a picture on the wall of your housing. Um, you can also hang this AI-generated art onto the wall in Untamed Owls housing down the road as well. 
Um, so that that's that's one that's really fun and exciting for me because I think it's just kind of really cool and cute. Um, and then outside of that, there's the Guppy Fair tickets. Um, this is also a really exciting one for us. Um, inside of Untamed Isles, there is a monthly fair that will be getting released as a uh, update after the game is released. And inside of that fair, you'll have to play these mini games. And the, the people who play the mini games will have a chance to win really cool prizes, both physical merchandise like gaming chairs and and, and headsets, um, but also digital um, NFTs and, and other things. We've, we've already kind of bought a bunch of CyberKongs VXs. And so we, we've really built up that treasury. And we have a few other projects who've been donating um, into that treasury to really beef it up with, with prizes for our users. But each game will require a different colored ticket to play. So you'll have multiple chances to play in that game. So you have a higher chance to win some of the prizes and get a better score. Um, but each guppy uh, produces a different number of these these carnival tickets um, that you'll see. Like if you're on uh, Mintable, it'll be not under the properties, but there's a levels. So you'll see gold and silver and red and blue. Um, those tickets give you extra chances. So you can just sell the tickets if you want, if you don't want to compete in the games to other players who want to compete in that guppy carnival. Um, or you can uh, just use them yourself and, and have extra chances to win those bigger, cool prizes. Yeah, very fun, very fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to all the mini games and um, looking through that AI. Um, that's very cool because I, I love physical NFTs that I can display in my house or in the office and can show it off to my friends and I, I can flex it. So I, I'm, I'm a pre pretty big sucker for physical NFTs and stuff. So yeah, maybe a few more questions. Um, like, um, you know, who have partnered with you and what does it take to become partners with you guys? So we've got quite a few um, notable partnerships in the pipeline, but the two that I can talk about right now, one is CyberKongs. Um, CyberKongs was just a natural fit for us because we we really feel that we're both builders in the space. A lot of projects, uh, they they handicap themselves because they, they just market. They're marketing machines, um, and they don't really build anything of value of substance. And we really saw CyberKongs as being kind of that purest, crypto mentality where everything needs to be done on chain, but they really focus on building. And we loved that. Um, so, and they saw, when we spoke to them, they saw us as kind of this bridge to bring in new blood who aren't in the crypto space. We're not fighting with, you know, an Axie Infinity, a Gods Unchained, or even, you know, their users. We're bringing in new users who, who don't know about NFTs. Um, so they, they saw it as a perfect partnership and we felt it was a perfect partnership. Um, and what we loved is the Kongs community is very tight knit. It's very um, close. And most importantly, they're very accepting and non-judgmental. Um, there's many other NFT projects who will kind of like, you know, you, you don't have the most expensive version. They judge you for it. They're, they're not like that. They're just so welcoming. We loved them. Um, so it, it was just a perfect marriage in our mind um, to, to work with them closely. And they actually have a really cool... Uh, Kong's Island inside of Untamed Isles <laughs> that we're developing. No other uh, group or project has any anything like that out there. So you'll have a really cool experience inside of your own uh, their own custom island that we'll be um, making with them. And then the other one is Polygon, um, which in our mind is one of the top scaling solutions out there. Um, even though we're planning to build our own chain as a game publisher and developer, we're not 
only going to build things on our chain. We're going to build on multiple chains and our gaming marketplace is going to exist on multiple chains as well. Um, so we, we definitely have like a long-term vision leveraging Polygon using their chain and, and growing because we, I, I, I personally feel that there's just going to be a lot more in the future. Um, a lot of projects are going to go onto Polygon because they, they've, they've stayed true in my mind to this no nonsense approach. You don't see them like going and throwing $20 million and $30 million after one project. They're very, um, kind of equal in their investments. You know, they'll spend consistently small amounts, but spread it across so many different projects. And they're very organic in terms of their growth. Um, that we saw them as a great, great partner where um, a lot of not just gaming projects, but other NFT brands and, and, and bigger companies that want to come into the space, they'll appreciate that the approach that they've taken um, and their mentality. Um, and we just saw it as a, a, a very stable um, solution that was out there. It works. Um, I, I know it went down a few days ago, but um, uh, other than that, it's it's been a very rock solid solution um that in our mind gave the our users the best experience um so polygon is the other other big partner uh that i can talk about there, there's more coming but i can't i can't discuss those yet you know yeah excellent no it's the most important thing is to find partners that have the same vision same direction as you guys and i'm sure you know Polygon is the best um, partners for you guys. Um, they are low transactional costs. Um, they are very fast. They can process a lot of TPS per, per transaction as well. And they are, they have quite a huge um, user base as well. Um, after, um, you know, Ethereum on, let's say on NFTs, um, especially for games, um, they can process quite a lot of um, information at one go. So I think that they are definitely the best partners for you guys. And uh, they also provide very strong uh, marketing support for any of the projects that they support itself. So I think, yeah, it definitely helps you in a lot of ways um, here and there that we can't see. <clears throat> so maybe, you know, one last question from you guys, um, for you guys. Um, we heard that you guys are starting an influen uh, influencer incubation program. Can you share a bit more about that as well? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, so one of our biggest... Um, pet peeves or annoyances, things that we really get frustrated with in the current crypto, NFT, and blockchain gaming space is the influencers, unfortunately. Um, what we realized as we've, we've grown our project is that there's virtually no people out there who take like a journalistic approach um, and give their followers unbiased information. Um, most of the influencers out there want a cut of a project's revenue or really large amounts of money to um, allow their audience to become aware of that kind of, that project. And if you think about it, it's really in our mind like it's a strong word to use, but it's kind of disgusting if you think about it. Because if I'm if I'm following you, if I'm looking to you for information, if I'm looking for you to be my guide in this crypto world, um, if you're only willing to tell me about a project. If you get money from it, then imagine all the cool projects out there who don't have the money to pay you, but they ha they could become you know the next big thing, but you don't want to share it because you're not getting money. In our mind, that that's just not that's not right. That's not fair. And I think we can do a lot better just as a crypto community. Um, so what our program is meant to do is to really assist a new generation of crypto and NFT influencers 
um, which take that approach that I just talked about. Um, there's some cool like little perks and benefits, like the people who are part of this program um, will get in on the ground floor and have access to members of our team like myself and Mo and Josh, um, and David, and, and quite a few other people. And we're going to help to train them, uh, give them some money, help them with equipment, software, um, bring in other big, well-established influencers to kind of let them ask questions and provide guidance to them and kind of walk them through how they got to where they are today. Um, and, we, and we're doing it in a way we're not looking to take the cuts of their revenue. We're not looking to control them. In fact, we are going to encourage them to cover our competitors and not only us. Um, the only agreement we're really having them sign is just a promise to not um, just become one of those influencers that we hate, where they just work only if they get paid by a project to um, to promote it. We want them to really go out there and, and cover all the different projects, not just our project, and 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 do it in a fair way where they they're willing to cover a project they feel could have uh, potential to become something big. Um, so in our mind, if they become a big influencer in the space, they're going to keep us in mind and they're just going to continue to cover our project because of how much we invested in them and how much we helped them. And ultimately, the way I view it is if I can help one of my community members leave their job, have a better life and let them live the dream. And instead of helping just some person out there that I don't know that really doesn't care about our project, I'd much rather spend, you know, some extra time, lose a little bit of extra time with my family to help grow uh, organically and build up my own community members who have, who have just stick by us and, and are so active and helpful and they want to potentially leave their jobs and do something like this. Um, it just feels like one of the best ways to give back to our really hardcore followers um, in my mind. Yeah. So you were saying about this incubate, um program, where can they sign up? Uh, we have a, uh, I believe, a Google form. Um, if you open up a ticket in our Discord, uh, one of our team members can help you out and kind of walk you through everything. But there's a Google form um, that you can find on our Discord uh, that you can fill out to apply for um, consideration into our incubation program. So everyone in the audience heard them, yeah? So if you're interested to become an influencer, you know, they are here to help you guys head over to their Discord, you know, open up a ticket and ask them a bit more about the incubation program. And I'm sure that they will be willing to share a bit more. And if you guys are comfortable and then you can, uh, they can interview you. And if you pass all the guidelines and stuff, I'm more than happy to, you know, help you share a bit more on our Discord as well. Yeah, so with that, um, that's the end of our AMA. Um, so we are opening up the floor. So if anyone have any questions um, for our guest speaker, please raise your hand or request to speak, please. Sorry, is this a rugged again? <laughs> Can everyone hear me? Oh, is it a rugged? I think I got robbed. <laughs> Did I got robbed? I've had a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble with Twitter. I Did think I saw one. I think I saw one hand go up. So, um, if you see any hands, um, yeah. So, yeah, you guys can hear me. If you guys can hear me, please show some reactions. Um, if not, um, if you have any questions, feel free to request to speak. Um, then I will grant you the speaker role, and you can head up to the floor, and you can um, ask 
your questions. I think Mark and only yep. and yep. Joker also. Yep. I think we are okay. We don't have any rocks. Oh, uh, we have Luxwick here. Uh, Luxwick, do you have any questions for us? Hello. Um, yes, it's more. It's less about a question and more just saying that I am one of these people that have come in purely from gaming, never touched NFTs or crypto before. My brother's been trying to get me in it for ages. Just never in, interested me at all. Saw Untamed Isles, that interested me. And it just progressed from there. The community has been amazing helping out someone who struggles with understanding all of this going on and i feel so safe so taken care of and ready for what's coming up next so really if anybody take a look at the contained Isles game it is not like any other crypto game you've seen before it is gorgeous thank you for sharing your testimony Amazing. Oh, thank you so friends. much, Lewis Wayne. Yeah, You're the, amazing. It's, it's community members like you that keep us working so hard and sometimes burning the midnight oil and working at odd hours and seven days a week at times. So uh, we, we love, thank you so much. You deserve it all. And I can't wait for more people to sort of realize what we're actually trying to do. Because I think that's the main thing holding people back. They don't understand what's happening. No, they don't. You're you're 100 right there. Is they don't they don't realize what we're trying to do uh, for sure. Yeah, unless that you know within the community itself, they can feel that that you know inclusiveness, that the sense of belonging and ownership, and they will be more uh, inclined to actually play a bit more of the of join hang out a bit more on the Discord as well. So over here on Mintable as well, we always try to share a bit more about uh, you know the metaverse, not just on Mintable itself, not related to our metaverse uh, on our market base. So we just share a bit more. We try to get them talking and you know all this will grow organically. Everybody will feel that you know you are sincere, you're true, truthful to your community members as well. So we have um Joker. Hi Joker. What's uh yeah, I'm <clears throat> extremely hyped for the project. I even talk about it at work. Um, I'm pretty much around a lot of Marines who don't know about NFTs, and I'm always like the guy that they go to and they ask questions about. And I'm real passionate about this project and it being linked to Untamed Miles because the vision is so big, and it's just like, oh, I can't wait. So that's why one of my <laughs> one of my Marines, he's uh, definitely getting four of the guppies, and a few others are getting some. Um, but I'm just curious also is when can we uh, influencers try the auto battler and we get early access or hmm. You're going to have to wait and see, but yes, there are a lot of really sweet perks to having guppies um, and that, that potentially is going to be one of them, but I can't say anything yet. So I don't Richard and, and the rest of the crew are going to beat me if I, if I divulge too much information <laughs> um, and uh Joker, did you say uh, you're a uh, Marine? Yes. Uh, and there's a bunch in my office that don't know. Like, we always have debates about uh, NFTs, and and they don't know. They just automatically think things. the whole space is bad. So I go in there and basically educate them on good projects and what to look for. And this is one of them that I always talk about. Um, word of mouth is still a thing. Um, a lot of them aren't on social media. They are, but they don't know the stuff that I know, and I've just been educating them on it. Um, and yes, uh, I've been in for going on 12 years and crypto 
going on three years. Um, NFTs, I think it was like almost a year because my buddy, he had, he had put me onto it. Funny story about that. I put him on a crypto and then he found out about NFTs before me. And let's just say he has a CyberKongs as well, too. So I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he actually listened to me about Guppy Gangs and got a few <laughs> as well, too. But I didn't get the CyberKongs. I have a long history. Just, with my buddy, so it's, it's nice. nice. Hey, guys. I just want to say thank you to you for your service and thank you to your friends for uh for their service i'm actually i live right next to camp lejeune so uh uh love love the marines and love love everything you guys do so thank you so much welcome it's uh it's <laughs> it's funny like how we talk about it uh the whole nft space and just, we'll have like a whole hour debate talking about nfts and i'm just like no 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 this is how it is and this is how because they had this uh this this mindset that it's all like a scam. It's like, no, you, you're looking for the wrong things. Even one that's getting four guppies, uh, he unfortunately got scammed twice. Um, and he's rebuying everything that he got scammed. And he's like, I'm going for the guppies. I'm going for the guppies. I'm like, I, bro, like, stop, chill. But he's real passionate about it. He sees like the big picture on how everything could be pretty much uh, real good for the future. And especially if it's something that has a good, vision behind it yeah it's, it's going to do well in the future love it thank you so much yeah um next we have oh joseph is out, out of um the the speaker role but yeah you know amazing i, I also I, I am the go-to guy in the office i'm the go-to guy um during my gatherings my friends will be asking hey derek you've been shooting about nfts you'll be shooting about cryptos how do i you know look out for the red flags and this is something that like what you say word of mouth is still very powerful uh to this age and this time at this this era where social media like twitter um facebook and instagram has already taken over the world everybody has been looking uh, out for information but there are still you know um take it with a pinch of salt uh, we still have to do our due diligence and you know of course with a friend or, or a group of friends that is playing around the games going over nfts with them they feel a bit more secure feel a bit more safe at, at least they got somebody to speak to and uh, reach out to when they have any questions uh, with regards to cryptocurrencies or the metaverse you know uh, thank you for your service and also thank you for doing all the great work that you're sharing with our friends so far Did uh, only was it only again? Uh, only Sean's have a question as well. Yeah, he's actually my co-host. Yes. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, he's actually my co-host. Let me see if um, let me see if I've he have any questions. Let me uh, invite him back up to stage. I think he got rocked just now. Um, he's using an Android. I don't think he can. He's able to join us anyway. Let me. Oh, just, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, just let me submit. Yeah, she's not able to join us. Yeah, but uh, with that, yeah, well, let's summarize up the uh, the AMA. Thank you, everyone, for you know joining us. Do you have any last thoughts for before we end the show? No, I I just I think uh, to Joker's point, want to want to say that you know when you look at these NFT projects, um, you need to look at sustainability and longevity. Um, it's not always the projects that are huge out of the gate and that are, um. Uh, you know, making these crazy, crazy promises. Like you have to look at, can they deliver? Like our team just between um, the crypto and untamed side is over 70 people right now. We literally have 70, you know, people we have to pay monthly um, between the designers and the developers and things like that. Um, 
people say they're going to make games. People say they're going to do all kinds of things, but they don't realize how much um, work there is, how much management there is, how much structural organization um, comes into it. And they have no experience scaling companies and building companies. Um, and so not just our project, but a lot of other projects, when you look at them and you, and you judge them, you really have to think and you have to think carefully about, you know, what is the team's capability and experience to deliver this type of a promise that they're making to you? And are they showing me just, you know, little video clippings? Or are they showing, you know, the, the, the design process from the very ground up? If you've been in the Untamed Isles Discord, you'll see the concept art from the time a artist sketches it out with by hand to the point that it's completely 3D modeled and moving around. Um, when you you can be tricked very easily, unfortunately, in this space into believing that, you know, someone's building something and they're not really doing it. And it's up to you, the community, to decide who are those builders, because often, unfortunately, in this space, um, it's not the builders who get the recognition. It's usually the the big fancy marketing machines that don't really have a working product, that don't have a great product to, that they're building, that get all the money and all the recognition. And there's other projects like Guppy Gang out there, I'm sure, but it's just because the community doesn't get a chance to realize, you know, where some projects do it slowly, they build it correctly and they do it right. Um, and we don't blow tons of money in marketing. So be sure to always um, dig into a project before you make a judgment. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff out there. Um, you just have to be careful when you analyze it yeah 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 that's that's always the best advice for newbies and uh, you know even veterans are like we always have to do our own um, research and make sure that you know the chip the team checks out you know they are able to deliver you know whatever milestones they promised and also look at the community i think Again, we always stress community is is like a web two version of um you know uh, Facebook likes and photos. So with a strong community, they'll be out there you know fighting, um shielding your project all, all out for you. They'll be tweeting, they will be uh, you know playing the game, they'll be you know telling everybody how good this project is, and and I think that really plays a part in terms of like in web three ecosystem where everybody you know uh, spends so much time behind the scenes is decentralized, and um you have to do your really your own deal diligence and your research to make sure that the teams really checks out and with a you know credible portfolio especially when it comes to game design there was this project that tells me hey i'm gonna launch a game next month and i'm like huh how how is that possible there is only two of you guys on the team (laughs) how is that possible to even (laughs) launch a game in 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 60 days so I do think that, you know, with um, games uh, or whatever milestones that any projects on their roadmaps or utilities they are promising, this really is very, very important. Speak the truth. Speak the truth. 100% agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah, we have been overshot for quite some time. And um, let me see if there is any new, you know, anyone requesting to speak. If you have any questions, I don't see any any at the moment let me see yeah yep with that you know um yeah summarize uh another and anything else to add on uh yeah nfts are evolving so it's not no longer just buying an nft just with a photo and then hopefully flipping a price you gotta find one to have bring utility and what it would like something that can future proof it it's it's just like how crypto first started like it's just one thing with you know bitcoin and everything and 
now it's more of bringing utility. What can it do? What can it do? Not just, oh, yeah, here you go. Here's this. What else does it do? I don't know. <laughs> it's got to have more to it. That's why it's, that's why I like educating people on the space and for them to, you know, do their own research and figure it out for yourselves, not just listen to people. Yeah, I I always work with a lot of projects, and right now I'm talking to my friends like, hey, what what are the use case of NFTs? Like, um, you know, instead of having a ticket step after watching a movie, you know that that ticket step could be a, a NFT for you to keep in your wallet for keep uh keep stake. You know, when you are traveling, you know via air tickets, you know that that could be your access to your air, uh, placement to your air ticket, or when you reach a hotel when you land. You know, your NFT could be your access key to your room. You know, there are so many use cases for NFTs, not just for PFPs or JPEGs, but JPEGs are the easiest, I would say, relatable to physical art. And it's much more easier to relate to normies or non-crypto natives. So I think with JPEG, and then right now we are evolving with um, GameFi, and there is this new project that's launching um, with fashion, and they coined the new new terminology called FashionFi, where they are actually helping projects to launch um, you know, uh, physical merch, physical fashion wear, wearables, um, hoodies, cap accessories, etc. So we are seeing an involvement uh, of a lot of um, new NFTs that have more use cases where now NFTs are becoming more like a, a, a day-to-day where you are interacting with an NFT or interacting with a blockchain, but you have no idea that you are actually interacting with one. And with, with awareness, with education, it really plays a part where users get to know that, oh, actually my rewards system that is used by a large corporation is actually a, a, a crypto blockchain you know that there could be a day that we could see that happening within the next three to five five years and we have mark hi mark hi guys um just quick question i know this is kind of backtracking a bit but uh when does the applications close for the influencer program um I believe it had closed, but I think it had opened because we had a couple people um, who couldn't make it because they had some life circumstances pop up between, I think someone was accepted into a prestigious school or program or something. So um, if you open up a ticket, if you're interested, I know we're making some exceptions, even though it's closed. Um, so if you just open up a ticket um, and give us kind of some of your background, Richard and some of the guys can definitely um, take a look at your application and see so i think it's officially closed but i know we're we're looking to replace one or two spots who couldn't make the commitment um ultimately so um just open up a ticket and and get us your info and we can uh we'll be in touch for sure cool um also just uh out of curiosity um i know obviously early access and everything is coming around soon how soon will the streams be starting um with regards to that if you can tell us uh, uh, sorry, I didn't understand the question. The streams, uh, can you specify what, which, which streams for the early access or? Yeah. Um, so I know that, uh, closed beta is coming up and open beta. I was wondering when, um, the stream, you would allow the streamers to actually start streaming gameplay, whether it would be early access or after the game is officially launched. Um, that I'm not 100% sure about. I'll have to check with Josh and the 
the legal team and kind of the marketing team um, for that. That's probably a good question to check in the untamed owls. I have to also Taylor might be a good person to ask in untamed owls. Um, I don't want to put my foot in my mouth and give you a, a incorrect answer to that. I believe all, what I do know is our, uh, we don't want to kind of give away um, too much of our secret sauce before it's uh, closer to being ready for the market, which is really dependent on the testing phases. Um, so it, I don't think we're too far away, um, but I'm not exactly sure. Uh, internally, I know that there was a certain testing phase we had to clear before that it sounded like that was be going to become a possibility. Um, but I know that we're not, we're not there, uh, yet. So it's, it's still, I, I don't think it's something that's happening in the next couple of weeks, but the best person to check with would probably be Taylor or one of the community ma managers in the untamed Battles discord. Um, but I'll also, if uh, Richard and, and Andrew and, and the guys will probably also check into this because that is a incredibly good question that no one has asked me yet, and I probably should know the answer to it. So, <laughs> no, well, well, what I remember I on, the... on that portion for Untamed, um, you have to you can't stream it for the closed beta, but you can make videos, but you have to get approval first. They have to view it in order for it to be posted. Just so there are always people in the space that are like bad actors who want to when games are in beta, they just want to get content and just talk negative about a game. Um, so that's what they're trying to prevent in regards to that. But uh, if it is approved, then it can be posted on YouTube. But no, li no live stream yet. But uh, Taylor can definitely uh, guide you with more details on that. That's just something fun I remember because I definitely want to stream the game and I'm so hyped to, to finally play it. <laughs> and I still can't stream it. It's like, no. <laughs> but I understand why. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. Thank you guys again for all you're doing. I'm so excited for this game. I mean, if you're reaching someone all the way in Zimbabwe, you know you've got a, something good on your hands. I love it. I love it. Thank you, thank for, you so much for the questions. Yeah, thank you for questions. And, you know, um, yeah, you know, um, we would like to end the show soon. Um, let me see if um, we have any more questions. Any more questions from the floor, please? Keep them coming, keep them coming. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, we don't have any more new requests. No, yeah, guys, um, I'm sorry we have to cut it short. Um, it's it's um, an hour long AMA. It has been so, so long since I have such a long AMA. Um, we have one more speaker. Hi. Hi. Akarox? Yeah, we can hear you. Loud and clear. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, it works. Hi, everyone. Um, just going, going back about the CyberCon, we, we, I know the Goopy Gang got partnership with them uh, early. Um, are we expect to have more partnerships like CyberCon maybe in the future? I know the CyberCon the community, they join us. I know some of them have the opportunity to mint uh, extra gopis. Maybe in the future, an early um, project like Cybercom, but that will give us uh, also the opportunity to get uh, like NFT from other partners. Yeah, we definitely are always on the lookout for partners, but at the same time, we're very um, selective. We have... Um, in any week we have like at least usually like three to five 
um, if not more sometimes, uh, different NFT projects, communities reach out to us for a potential partnership. And what we've been working on internally is creating um, a structure where there's different levels of working with us. So in our mind, partner is kind of the ultimate level, like the highest tier, and we're really guarding it. So it, you really need to be a well-established project, or we really need to believe in what you're building. Like we have to think it's it's game-changing, it's revolutionary. Um, and and we, we do that because we want to respect our partners like CyberKongs. We don't want to make uh, a partnership with our project just be... Um, worth nothing we want it to be very difficult to obtain we want it to be um someone we work very closely with like cyber kongs that the discussions we've had with them on how we can move forward how we can do things um it goes beyond just you know the kongs island and other things we we look to to find ways to incorporate them in many of our initiatives that they may not even know about and 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 they're very open to um, doing that kind of stuff and building with us into the future. But that being said, we're also trying to find ways to, you know, offer opportunities to cross pollinate, you know, our community and the other community through different um, levels of working together. But the word partner we use very selectively, but we're trying to find a way that we don't, um, we're just very careful. We don't want to betray the trust of our holders and our users. Cause if we say, you know, Hey, we're, we're working with this project, then they, they go out and buy it. And, and if, if, if the project crashes or if something bad happens, you know, they look to us. So we're, we're a lot more careful than most other projects. Um, even with the whitelist bots, we're, we're, we're pretty, pretty careful. So we're trying to find a way to incorporate more projects with our project, um, but unfortunately, we, we really are trying to guard the community as well um, as much as pro as much as possible and really um, not have them, you know, uh, have bad experiences in this space because a lot of them are still very new. Um, but we're we're working on it, though, I guess, to answer your question is we're trying to find we're building kind of our, our own internal documentation and our own ways to analyze projects and judge them and then. Um, not just um, Gifford or ISR uh, in our community. He goes through and does a lot of the research stuff for us. Um, but then Kerwin and Richard and um, Brad and Dewey and Cody will also go in and kind of evaluate the projects very carefully before we decide to do anything. And most of the projects don't make it through kind of that very difficult group of people who will judge the project very um, carefully uh, before they even pass it along to me or any of the other decision makers. Um, so it, it's unfortunately, I know for a lot of people, it's been frustrating that we haven't, you know, gone and partnered with a lot of different people. But I think that's going to be important moving forward when you see the types of people we end up partnering with because of that exclusivity. Um, people want to partner with someone they want to partner with someone more when they know it's really hard to get versus, you know, they've just partnered with everyone. So that's part of our, our business plan. That's part of our business philosophy is really make a very high bar for who you partner with um, and make that like what everybody is seeking is a partnership with you. And then you will um, ultimately in the long term, this will pay off in the short term. I know it, it doesn't help us. But in the long term, I think it's a big uh, driver to success for our project, having this uh, mindset. Definitely. Thank you for the answer.
and that's really reassuring. Like the this project is really going serious. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for the question. It's a great question. Yeah, that's a a, a good question because I do see the value where you guys have to go through a very stringent curation process to make sure that they they are the best partners for the projects. The the community loves them. Um, definitely, you guys have um some sort of vision, some sort of partner um vision in mind who you guys want to work with. I'm sure with a project like you guys with such a strong team with a viable product, there will be lots and lots of you know um I would say uh, partners or maybe bad actors who will be interested to work with you guys to leverage on you guys and you guys are there to serve as a gatekeeper to make sure that you know this doesn't happen to to your project right yeah yeah no i i really don't think our model currently in the nft space is sustainable you know every what happens is every one of these projects whether it's kongs or guppies or you know um there's there's other alpha groups out there and um, everybody in those groups gets a chance to get like a whitelist mint and a discounted mint. And then they just flip it for a profit. Everything is just turned into like this game of profits and flipping things for profits. And um, we, that, that just can't go on in the long term because it, it really means that the people who are here in the crypto space now, they're profiting off of everybody new who is coming into it. We're basically just taking advantage of the new people. And we can't become mainstream. We can't become bigger than we are as, as a whole, as a community. If we continue to do that, we really need to have higher standards for these projects. And we really need to, um, as, as, a, as a whole, as, as projects banding together, as a community is banding together, really demand more from these projects and not just kind of um, follow that mentality of let's let's just partner with every single person out there and then, you know, like 90% of the projects a year from now, a year and a half from now, just there's no way on earth they're going to make it, unfortunately. Um, they'll have crazy mint prices. They'll have like one eighth floors and crazy volumes. Um, but a year from now, they're probably not going to be around. Um, so I think it's really up to us as projects and it's up to us as communities uh, in the NFT space to really change the mindset, unfortunately, that that most people are now following, which is just, you know, flip these NFTs uh, and make a profit. It needs to be, you need to own an NFT to, to, to be a part of the customer journey. You need to be, uh, you have to own the NFT to be a part of that experience. Like it needs to be fun. It needs to be like, you know, what makes you happy during the day when you when you stop work is to hang out with these people, to play these games, to uh, leverage the utilities that the NFTs have. It can't, they can't just be built upon flipping um, NFTs. That's just not a sustainable model for us as a, as, as a whole. 100%, you know, the whole, um, the whole ecosystem needs to band together as a collective to go and make sure that, you know, we are the band of um, projects that actually delivers. We are a, a group of projects that our members can go over to each other, discuss, uh, hang around, play games, get to know each other better. You know, um, it has to be, somebody has to take the lead somebody has to be on the forefront to do all of this sort of stuff you know which a lot of projects are not willing to or most of the projects are there just to you know um push up pump up the prices i do get um what you mean you know i've uh, been in the space for quite some time i've seen so many projects that come and go um that crash to zero so many new projects that are hey i'm gonna promise you this i'm gonna promise you that um it's at the end of the day it's not sustainable like what you say if i'm late to the game i'm late to 
the party, you know, guy getting those NFTs at the the peak itself, and the floor just crashes because everybody just want to cash out, and everybody just want to flip, want to make a profit, and at the end, the the late comers who are late to the party get burned, and they're like, oh, oh, NFTs is a Ponzi, NFT is a scam, and it just defeats the purpose. It just gives everybody in the space a a bad reputation. Couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, and 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 that you know we can we can go on, uh, you know, for the next thirty minutes to the next an hour on that because we have so many uh things in common and all the projects are the same, you know, all we want to build something that is uh sustainable in the long run and we want to have a strong community that are here to you know engage, play games, hang out, distress after a long day at work or you know um doing with the pandemic you know during the pandemic uh, we can't leave the house here in Singapore and I'm, I'm there on discords everywhere you know just trying to make new friends do some networking you know play some games and um, that's that, that what's got me today you know getting so so engrossed in the energy I love the communities um, especially like your group um, Mintable servers as well um, and other projects that I'm in you know why am I still in these projects after you know getting their NFTs for six months a year some of them i even hang out even after i sold the nfts so this is something that you know is is a it's going to take some time especially um for any projects that are you know listening in here or any of our listeners who are launching a new project soon you know community it takes time to build it doesn't happen um you know fortnightly it doesn't you know if you buy followers it doesn't turn organically there is no engagement you know there are some major hype projects in last year you can look at those with 300k followers 300k on discords and their social media um when the nft mint wow it was going for like 0.25 eve going for like 1.8 eve for a main price dutch option you know all sorts of uh, gimmicks at the end of the day who get burnt the the, the the buyers themselves you know you look at you look at um who are cashing out all the money the project owners themselves they are not doxxed and their wallet address are hidden and then they just disappear with the money so at the end of the day you have to look into the community you have to look into the the product especially like Gabi Gang they are built up from their history from the first game that they ever built up and right now they are launching more games they are going out with so many uh, new features and ecosystem and with their usage of their uh, Git token I think you know, this is something that is going to be around for quite some time. Thank you so much. I think you, I couldn't have put it better myself. Yeah, with that, you know, um, yeah, thank you for everyone for, you know, joining us. Um, I don't see any more questions. Um, so last call for everybody. If you have any questions, head over to their Discord. You know, um, they are, they have a very strong community over there. Their community managers will be, you know, answering our questions. Um, they have a great influencer incubation program ongoing at the same time you know open up a ticket you know hit up them you can head over to their website and their website is so well done it's so informative there is so many information that you can um, go and understand a bit more about the project itself and if you have any questions head over to discord i'm sure that their community will be more than willing to you know, help you out And with that, yeah, we have come to the end of the Emmy. You know, uh, I would like to thank everyone for tuning in and, you know, guest speaker from uh, Guppy Gang to um, hang around with us for, for, the, for the past uh, hour-ish. You know, thank you so much for your time.
Anything else to add on before I end the show? No, just wanted to say thank you so much for uh, having us on and uh, exposing our com- uh, our community and our projects to the Mintable community and pro- uh, project. And we really love your you know fiat on ramps and stuff where you can directly buy crypto directly you know with uh, cards and stuff instead of having to just pay in Ethereum. So definitely love what Mintable is building. And thank you so much for uh, um, spreading the word about our stuff. You're most welcome. You know, we'll be seeing each other around um, very often. You know, even after the, the AMA has ended, um, we'll be staying in contact on Discord and uh, we will be hanging around uh, each other Discord um, very frequently. I will see you around then. Sounds good. Thanks. Sounds good. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. You know, uh, wherever Have a good you are. one. Have a good day. Bye. Goodbye.